Support Grimsley Athletics by purchasing your Whirly Wear at all home varsity football games. Show your Grimsley spirit with a t-shirt, car magnet, game day car flag, keychains, logoed blanket, and so much more. Visit whirlywear.com now and show your school spirit. This is LaMelo Ball, and you're listening to Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for Charlotte Hornets, basketball, and the triad. Are you craving the bold, delicious flavors of Mexico right here in Kernersville? Look no further than Frida's Mexican Kitchen and Cantina. At Frida's, we're serving up mouth-watering dishes that will transport your taste buds straight to Mexico. From sizzling fajitas to cheesy enchiladas, we've got it all. And what's a Mexican fiesta without a margarita? Our bartenders craft the finest margaritas in town so you can sip, relax, and enjoy the vibrant atmosphere of our cantina. Why wait? Join us at Frida's Mexican Kitchen and Cantina today. 550 Pine View Drive in Kernersville. Call and place a pickup order at 336-497-509. Frida's, where the flavors of Mexico come to life. I'm Sam Farber, radio play-by-play broadcaster for the Charlotte Hornets, and you're listening to Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for Charlotte Hornets basketball in the triad. We are on the north side of Guilford County, just to the uh, northern outskirts of the Greensboro metro area. This tornado warning goes for the next 19 minutes or so. And uh, we'll see going here, me. All right, we family, man. Yeah, awesome dog. Yeah, hey, I know I'm a dog. Hey, I know Gerald. Hey, you already know how you train a dog. Hey, we some dogs. Yes, sir. Hey, we about to turn up one time on these boys. They're not ready. They not. They not ready for it. Hey, it's a homecoming. Let's smash on these boys. Let's smash on these boys. This is Whirly Nation. Welcome into the Grimsley Whirly's Coaches Show on this Monday night. Coming to you from Natty Greens in downtown Greensboro. The Whirly's uh, advancing to the third round of the playoffs with a 56-24 victory over Sun Valley. On Friday night, they will match up uh, with Huff, the uh, five seed, on Friday night uh, at uh, at home. So, 56 to uh, it's a 24 victory. Uh, just your uh, what was your overall thoughts of uh, how your team played, Coach Brown? <laughs> Got to swap out headsets. Hold on one second. <laughs> We got a bad producers. We got a bad producer here tonight. He's, he's out of practice because he wasn't here last week. <laughs> we there? There we there go. go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, um, I was really pleased with our guys again. I mean, thought we played really well. Um, you know, I've heard this weekend about giving up 24 points, but I mean, one of the touchdowns we allowed a kickoff back to the 50, and they you know had a big play on third and long. But I thought we played well all three phases. I mean. They got a touchdown late. We held them to a field goal after a turnover. So I thought we did a lot of really good things in all three sides of the ball. I was actually going to wait a little bit to bring, bring that up since, since you referenced it already. Is that a concern for, for no, you at all? No, I mean, like I said, I thought we played well. Um, you know, they had, like I said, one big play on after the kickoff back to the 50, the kickoff return. Uh, and then the, the touchdown after that big play was a guy, you know, got in the wrong gap. We had two guys in the C gap, and we were stunting in a B gap, and we didn't get in a B gap. 
and it hit there for a touchdown. Held them to a field goal after a turnover on a short field. They had one drive, but on that drive, we had two pass interference calls that I'm still, you know, not sure about them. And then another penalty that led to that drive. So, I mean, I thought for the most part we played really well on defense and then um, played well offensively again and did some good things in special teams. Uh, offensively, it was uh, Mitchell Summers' night. Uh, six six touchdowns on the uh, on the ground. Just mm-hmm. uh, what did you see from uh, from him and, and the offensive line on? Uh, on I just I mean like it's a credit to um, you know our offensive staff and it's a credit to our kids that we're going to take what you give us. And um, you know even Sun Valley's coach in a paper said that they went into it with the game plan of taking away um, the big plays and our deep passing game. So they set everything back and. Gave us underneath stuff, but kind of lightened up the box a little bit. So when they do, then we're going to take advantage and we're going to run the football. And um, even on some third and longs, you know, Coach Coach Tripp called, you know, different run plays or whatever. But uh, I thought we played really well up front. And, you know, I mean, Mitchell, you know, he's he's special. And uh, he was ready to play, and he had a different look in his eyes Friday night. We talked about that a little bit too. Yeah, I mean he. Uh, I mean six six touchdowns. I mean he was uh, a truly special at 35 now for the uh, for the season. I mean he's he's averaging three touchdowns a game to yeah. uh, to this point. Uh, just you know, it's hard to improve on the the sophomore season he had last year, but he's kind of on track to to do that if you guys yeah. continue to to advance. Uh, what what have you seen from him this season as an improvement on last season? No, I mean he's better this year than he was last year. Um, He's caught the ball in the backfield a little bit. But, I mean, he's just gotten better at, at everything. I mean, um, from blocking, pass protection, um, and then with the football in his hands. Um, you know, he made great runs last year and was kind of almost a two-back system last year with Ryan back there. He was kind of yep. like a, you know, running back as well. We used him a lot in, in that regard. So, it's really been more of Mitchell this year as far as the running game goes. And, um you know, he sets up his blocks well, um, does a great job, you know, kind of getting in behind the offensive lineman and kind of waiting till that hole develops, and, and they do a great job for him. But um, he's physical, and people don't realize how physical he is. And you come up to tackle him, he's like, oh, I'm going to come here and tackle this little guy that weighs 150 pounds, and he'll run you over in a heartbeat. Uh, and then he can make you miss too. So, um, you know, he definitely, um, in having him to complement those two receivers – and our whole receiving core is huge, and he's a special back. You, you, uh, a lot of times you mentioned you know, it was their game plan to take away the, the deep passing game, but a lot of times if a team has two power five receivers that are, are going to go go play at the next level and then a future power five quarterback mm-hmm. uh, as well potentially, uh, a lot of times if, if somebody were to say they, they had 130 yards passing in a game, most teams probably, if that's what they have, that, that – they're not going to win that game a lot of times. Just right. How much, how much confidence do you have in this offense when you can do that, when you can do both? Yeah, no, I mean, that's what makes us go. Yeah. Um, kind of pick your poison, I guess, you know. And Newburn, who beat us last year in the state championship, they played that way too. I mean, we talked about it a lot in our offensive meetings. They, they played, you know, man under two deep and set with one backer in a box. And um, they kind of was able to, to stop us that way. And um, – you know, had some success, but I, you know, so I just think it's kind of, um, you know, what you feel like or whoever our opponent is, what they feel like is best for them, um, you know, as far as what they want to try to take away. You can't take away everything, yeah. you know, and um, so we'll get in this game and kind of figure out how Huff wants to play us. 
Um, they're really good on defense, obviously, but, um, you know, we're, we're very balanced. And, um, you know, our players are okay with that. They like that. Like Alex and Terrell, they love to see Mitch take off and get big runs. And then Mitch loves it when they're making plays down the field. So um, the fact that we are balanced like that and our guys feed off of each other um, is why we're able to put up 50 a game like we've been. So um, a credit to those guys and our offensive line. Uh, you, you've mentioned this before in the past, but, you know, those, those guys are, are really good blockers too, Alex yeah. and, and Terrell. Yeah. And how, how rare do you feel like that is to have guys that are, you know, well, stars at their position like that but are, but are unselfish and will block yeah. for, for other guys? Well, it's all of them. Jeremiah yeah, Deese yeah. Jeremiah Deese has really improved in that area this year for us. He plays a slot. Caden uh, Cato, Kyan Battle, DJ Howerton when we go to 11 personnel. And then, of course, Alex and Terrell. But – you know, it's, it's a credit to our program, our coaches. Um, you know, you're not just playing receiver just to catch the football. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's got to – we talk – coach talks about a lot. Coach Tripp talks about a lot and our receiver coaches as well. What are you doing when you don't have the ball in your hands? That, you know, that's important. We want we, we watch that. We talk about it on film. We point it out. You know, what kind of effort are you giving us when you don't have the football? And, you know, we're at a point now where when you got Alex Taylor and Terrell Anderson – blocking like crazy out there then everybody else can kind of follow suit as well so you know our guys just do whatever it takes t- to win and um it's kind of what we're about how much do you think that helps those guys at the next level a lot i mean they're gonna have to be able to do that and um going in already understanding that you know there's a lot of guys that can catch the football and run good routes yep. but what do you do to separate yourself and, and be different and um if you're a receiver that doesn't mind mixing it up and being physical out there on the perimeter and blocking, um, you, you got an advantage on some other guys. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly true. Again, we're talking to uh, the Grimsley head coach uh, Daryl Brown coming off the uh, the victory over uh, Sun Valley on Friday night, uh, 56 to 24. They'll match up with uh, with Huff again in the uh, third round of the playoffs, uh, just like uh, last season. We, we were talking a little bit about this off the air. This is, <laughs> in terms of the playoff bracket, this is the only matchup that has gone to to form right so far is that does that surprise you at all the amount of upsets that we've seen so far in this in this tournament not really just because there's so many good teams you know and the way the seeding process worked out with the rpi stuff i think you get some teams with some lower seeds that you know are, are better than what their the number is beside their name right now so i'm not surprised i mean there's so many good teams in the west um so you know I think everybody that's left is capable of um, making a run and winning this thing. Yeah, certainly. It certainly seems that way, especially with the amount of, uh, of upsets uh, that we've, uh, we've seen so far to, uh, to this point. Uh, as you, you know, I know you said you kind of heard about giving up the, the 24 points uh, a little bit this, uh, this weekend because that's been uncharacteristic for you guys. But it is the postseason. I mean, yeah. the, the competition's get, getting better, and, you know, sometimes you make mistakes and you pay for them. That's right. Um, I guess, that, you know, as you enter, you know, enter, go further into the postseason, is there any concern about the, the defense following that? No, that I, mean, or, or? I, I think we're really good on defense, and we're much improved from last season. Um, you know, we got some veteran guys on that side of the ball, especially on the back end. And um, I think right now, the last few weeks, we really kind of found our identity and who we are and how we want to play. And Coach Rigsby and those guys have got to get our players in the right spots. And um, our kids are comfortable and they're playing really fast and aggressive right now. So, um, like I said, I mean, they didn't Friday night. Nope, they never really drove the football on us. We gave them short field on um, ten of their points, and then um, you know the other actual drive they had where they converted 
a, a really tough pass. The quarterback made rolling to his left, escaping a, a sack. Um, we gave him about 40 yards and penalties there. And, again, a couple of those calls that I can live with out of our control and uh, could have gone either way. So, you know, those things happen. You are in the playoffs in the second round, and yep. you're playing good teams with good players, and they're supposed to score some, and we're supposed to get stopped some, you know. We're not supposed to go out there and score nine out of nine and <laughs> shut everybody out. I mean, you're deep into the playoffs and playing other good 4A football teams. So, um, yeah, I think sometimes people get spoiled of that a little bit, but – our kids understand and our coaches understand and feel like we're in a good place. As long as you win, that's all that's all, that's all really matters. I'm glad you said that because, <laughs> like, when I got in the locker room, like, Friday night, that is our number – like, we got a goal for the state playoffs, yeah. and the number one goal is win. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you win 3-2, 63-62, to or 56-24. to It doesn't matter. The goal is to win. And, you know, you come back on Monday, it's a new week, and we figure it out, and we try to win again on Friday. Survive in advance is a saying for a reason. That's right. Usually everybody – Every champion has to have some kind of close game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, and they're going to get tighter and closer the, the more you play. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's certainly the case. I think there's a lot of people looking forward to the, to the matchup this Friday, which we'll, uh, yeah. we'll talk about uh, a little bit later on in the, uh, in the show. Um, I, I guess, you know, as you, as you, as you look back to, to that game last season, I guess I'll go ahead and ask this now. I look at the, you look at the numbers, and I don't exactly remember what they were last season for the two teams going into that game. But that was a 40-37 to 37 game. Granted, it went into triple overtime. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty high scoring for two teams that going into this week have given up 8.5 and, and I think 9.1 or 9.3 points per game so far on the season. How do you think this, is this matchup similar to last year, lower scoring? What do, what do you think? Um, we're, we're different offensively than we were last year. I mean, as far as how we play, um, their defense is, is very similar to last year. They're really good on the defensive side of the ball. They're good in the secondary. Their linebackers are exceptional. Uh, they got an edge guy, uh, number two, that is a phenomenal football player. Um, and their defensive line is very disciplined. So I think they're very similar on defense. They're different on offense um, as well with Coach Baker being there. They got a new head coach from last year, so they're a little different offensively. But that game last year, even though it finished 40-37, to 37, it was 9-7 to seven with seven minutes to go in the game. Yeah. And um, special team play where we recovered a fumble, set us up for a touchdown, and it was like then the floodgates opened, and they drove <laughs> and score. Then we pop another one, Mitchell, on a long run, and they drive and score again with about – two minutes to go and then it gets into overtime and you know everybody kind of converted there but I mean I think this game is, is you know in a lot of ways will be similar uh, I think field position's huge um, winning that um, taking care of the football obviously there'll be a premium on that um, you know that we're going to be forced to drive the football just because of their kicking game with, with their kicker um, and I think for us being able to you know force them to drive the field will be huge like a good offensive series if we don't don't score we'll be getting the ball out in the midfield punting it away and forcing them to go 80 or 90 yards feel really good about that if we give them a short field with their kicker they're probably going to walk away with some points um so you know just things that we always talk about we always work on you know taking care of football converting on third downs and then getting stops and getting off the field on third downs but um I think the game, in a lot of ways, will be similar. Maybe played a little different, but, you know, um, 
expect a tight game, I would think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly going to be a, a good one. I don't think there's any question about that. We'll talk more about that uh, on this uh, on this show coming up. We're going to go ahead and step aside for our uh, first time out. When we come back, we'll catch up with a couple players from the defensive side of the ball for the Whirlies. We'll talk to uh, Christian Tyson and Ja'Cory Eason. Stay tuned here on the Grimsley Whirlies Sports Coaches Show. Greensboro's favorite hangout is calling your name. Natty Green's Downtown invites you to experience the heart and soul of downtown Greensboro's vibrant dining scene. Enjoy our mouth-watering dishes from juicy burgers to savory barbecue and everything in between. And what's a great meal without great brews? Natty Green's offers a hand-picked selection of craft beers that will perfectly complement your dining experience. So come on over to Natty Green's Downtown Greensboro. Find us at 345 South Elm Street or visit nattygreens.com online. Give us a call at 336-274-1373. Looking for your real estate expert in Kernersville? Meet Nikki Rottweiler, your go-to expert with the unrivaled knowledge of the market. From hidden gems to prime profiles, she's got the inside scoop. Don't miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Contact Nikki Rottweiler today and experience the difference firsthand. Call Nikki at 336-448-9309 to get started. Head Realty Group, opening dreams one door at a time. When I think of Mountain Valley Hospice, I think of teamwork, caring, honesty. The one word that I would say to describe Mountain Valley is we're family. Are you looking for the next best soul food spot to please your palate? What if I told you there's one right under your nose? Welcome to Taste of the Triad, located in the old Dull Brothers Cafeteria, location at 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem. Authentic Southern comfort food in a family atmosphere. At Taste of the Triad, you can have Sunday dinner anytime. Mmm, baked chicken, fried chicken to order, the best meatloaf in the Triad, ribs, baked mac and cheese, and more. Check out Sunday Smackdown with beef and pork ribs, smoked turkey legs, collard greens, yams, and much more. Are y'all hungry yet? Did I even mention the live music on Sundays? Comfort soul food in the heart of the Triad. Taste of the Triad. 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem. Check out the menu at tasteofthetriad.com. When I think of Mountain Valley Hospice, I think of teamwork, caring, honesty. The one word that I would say to describe Mountain Valley is we're family. The best sliders in the triad are from Twin City Minis. Picture this, juicy sliders with premium Angus beef, crispy chicken, or even delicious veggie options. And don't forget the loaded fries that'll leave you craving for more. Visit them today and test the difference. Twin City Minis, where small bites bring big smiles. Follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Twin City Minis to see where the food truck will pop up next. When you think of the best burger sliders in the triad, think Twin City Minis. Back into the Grimsley Whirlies Coaches Show, coming to you from Natty Greens in downtown Greensboro. And now we're joined in by member of the Grimsley Whirlies defense, Christian Tyson, who plays the uh, the star position 
for the Whirlies defense. So, Christian, I guess, you know, coming off the, the victory against Sun Valley on uh, on Friday night, how did you think you guys played, uh, particularly on the defensive side of the ball in that win? Uh, to be honest with you, I think we played amazing. You know, uh, yeah, we had a couple of scores, but nothing too crazy. We were very disciplined, worked together, communicated. I think we did pretty well. Uh, I guess, you know, when you look at the, the season, you know, you guys have been able to put together so far coming off of, you know, losing that state championship game last year. How do you what, – what do you think has kind of kept you guys, you know, in intact this season and, and hungry? Because you guys have just been, you know, so locked in all season. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, you know, just coming into this year, you know, still got that mindset of last year and just keep striving for greatness, you know. Um, as – you know, what, how does – when you guys go – I've talked to a number of guys about this this season, but I know you guys kind of doubt it back some, but during the season a lot of times you guys would go best on best in terms of offense versus versus defense in, uh, in practice. Uh, when, when you're going up against an offense like that with Mitchell Summers, Faison Brandon, Alex Taylor, Terrell Anderson, how, how much does that help you guys get better? Uh, it helps us a lot just because we know without a doubt we have the best offense in the state. So being able to compete with those guys every day, challenge them, they challenge us, get each other better, everybody else shouldn't be no issue. Uh, as you, you know, as you, you know, continue to move on in the, uh, in the postseason, you look at this, uh, this matchup with, uh, with Huff on, uh, on Friday. What do you think will be the keys for you guys, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, you know, in trying to, uh, trying to get stops and, uh, and get off the field? Because obviously it's, it's two good defenses. Most people, I think, kind of expect it to be, be a low-scoring game. So what do you think will be the keys for you guys? Definitely communication, keeping each other up, you know, uh, after every play, congratulating each other, just keeping each other up as a brother. Uh, I, I know you, you've, you've gotten you know, quite a few Division One offers. I think mean, we, we were talking North Carolina A&T, East Carolina, uh, a few others. Uh, what's, what's the recruiting process been like, been like for you so far? Uh, so far, it's been going pretty well. I still keep up with all those schools, hear from them every week, uh, always talking to the coaches and just, you know, just and staying I know, close. And I know you, you kind of play a little bit of like a hybrid position on this, this defense. Are they, what, are, what are most of these schools recruiting you as? Uh, most of these schools recruit me as either that position or just a regular safety. Okay. And I, I guess, you know, as you look at, you know, as you, as you, you know, get down to the time to, to make that decision, because you are, you are a senior, I believe. Yes, sir. Um, what what are you looking for? Like what what's the what's the thing that, or the things that you're looking for out of a school that you know that, that that's gonna make it home for you for the next few years? Definitely player development. You know, just uh, helping me on the field, off the field. That's very big to me and my, and my family. Uh, a brotherhood, just like I have a brotherhood here. I really want to take that on with me to college. You know, lifelong friends and things like things like that. Do you, I mean, do you feel like that's been a big thing for you at Grimsley is the, the player development that you've gotten here, especially as, you know, as we were mentioning, you kind of getting to go against a great offense like you do in practice so often? Yes, sir, definitely. I feel like uh, from where we started to where we are now, uh, due to my team and my coaches, they definitely uh, improved my game a lot. When you, you know, when you think back to, you know, I guess a few weeks back, maybe even maybe middle of the season, how do, how do you think this team and the defense in particular, how do you think you guys have gotten better as the season has uh, has gone on, I think it's big on our chemistry, just working together, know like each other's abilities and flaws and things like that, pointing them out, and just big on that communication. Um, I guess how I've asked you about going up against you know offensive guys like you guys have on this team, but you've also got a number of star guys on the on the defensive side of the ball. When you when you've got guys like that all around you. How much easier does that make your job, or how much easier does it make everybody else's job when you've got 
that many good good players on that side of the ball. I mean, I'm going to say it makes it easy, but, you know, can't, can't let up in no type of way, but it definitely does help. Uh, I guess, you know, if you guys are going are gonna to make it back to the, to the state championship, try to right the, right the wrong that from, uh, from last season in terms of, of coming up short, what do you think will be the keys? What, what does this team have to, have to do and continue to do better uh, if you guys are going to be able to achieve that goal? I feel like we need to – the intensity that we come out with, we need to maintain it through the whole game. Don't, no let-ups at all. Well, I mean, I, that, that certainly feels like it's something you guys have done pretty, a pretty good job of it, especially over the last couple months of the, uh, of the season. What, what do you think has allowed you guys to, to continue to do that? Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times people have a game here there where, the, where the intensity just isn't where it, where it needs to be. How have you guys stayed so locked in in that regard? I think it's just the hungerness and the want to make it back there, just keeping that in the back of your head what happened last year and just not letting it go and keep striving it. And we've been talking to uh, the Christian Tyson, member of the, uh, the Grimsley Worley uh, defense. Uh, Christian, appreciate you joining the show tonight. We wish you uh, the best of luck on Friday night against Huff. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, good stuff from, uh, from Christian Tyson. We will step aside for another time out here on the Grimsley Worley's Coaches Show. Coming up next, we will chat with uh, Ja'Kai Eason, also another member of the Worley defense. Stay tuned here at the Grimsley Worley's Coaches Show. Panther fans, right now on the SiriusXM app, hear the most in-depth Carolina Panthers coverage anywhere with Believe in Carolina Panthers, part of the Believe Podcast Network on SiriusXM. Hear from me, Desmond Johnson, and my co-host, Skylar Callahan from Sports Illustrated, and Panther great Jonathan Stewart as we break down the Panthers before and after every game through the NFL season. Your team, your podcast. Search B-L-E-A-V in Carolina Panthers on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you believe? Greensboro's favorite hangout is calling your name. Natty Green's Downtown invites you to experience the heart and soul of downtown Greensboro's vibrant dining scene. Enjoy our mouth-watering dishes from juicy burgers to savory barbecue and everything in between. And what's a great meal without great brews? Natty Green's offers a hand-picked selection of craft beers that will perfectly complement your dining experience. So come on over to Natty Green's Downtown Greensboro. Find us at 345 South Elm Street or visit nattygreens.com online. Give us a call at 336-274-1373. Find your next car at Auto Store of North Carolina in Walkertown. Their goal is to make car shopping and car buying experience fast, friendly, and easy. They have helped hundreds of customers get behind the wheel of a newer, reliable, quality used car, and they could help you too. Stop by and speak with one of their sales professionals today and drive away with your new car. The Auto Store of North Carolina, 4964 Reedsville Road in Walkertown. Give them a call at 336-595-8550 and view the current inventory of vehicles at AutoStoreOfNC.com. Okay. okay. Back into Natty Greens on the Grimsley Whirlies Coaches Show. Ryan Stone now joined in by defensive end. For the Grimsley Whirlies, uh, Ja'Kai Eason, a uh, senior, having a phenomenal uh, senior campaign, 12 sacks on the, uh, the season, 21 uh, tackles for uh, for loss. Uh, so, Ja'Kai, going back to the Friday night, the win over Sun Valley, uh, how did you think the uh, the defense played on uh, on Friday night? 
Um, well, you know, I think we played pretty good. Like, we had a game plan. You know, we executed it very well. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's always a good thing to execute the uh, execute the game plan. No, uh, no question about that. Uh, I, I guess you know, twelve sacks on the on the season. Your your senior year. What what do you think has allowed you to have this this breakout senior campaign that you've been able to have? Um, just like watching behind other players that I you know was behind, like Bryce, different other guys, uh, Jamal, Andre, people I look up to. <laughs> I thought you said they looked up to you. <laughs> nah, it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's always good to be honest. Uh, as, as, uh, uh, as you get ready for, for the game coming up uh, this, this Friday night and you know, continue to try to push forward into the, uh, the postseason, what do you think this defense has to, uh, has to continue to do for you guys to, uh, to be able to advance? Um, no, I think it's still up to like, the lead line to cause pressure. No keep the quarterback out of the pocket, you know, cause different turnovers, make plays, things like that. <laughs> as, uh, as, with it being your, your senior season, I, I mean, has, I know you've already had, like, senior night and everything to, uh, to that extent, uh, but is it, has it kind of set in that you're in, the, in the, last, uh, the, last, the last days here, potentially, of high school football? Yeah, you know, I'm really going to miss it. Teamwork. All my brothers. Don't cry now. No, I'm not. <laughs> and we're talking to a defensive end, Ja'Kai Eason, here on the, uh, the Grimsley Worldies Coaches Show as they get ready to take on Huff on, uh, on Friday night at, uh, at home. Uh, as you know, when you, you're a senior, so you were, you were a member of the team last year in that, that classic game that went into uh, the triple overtime. When you think about that game last season, what kind of what comes to mind for you? It stands out from from that game. Um, well, you know, no. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, just to play, you know, better than how we played last time. No, <laughs> no, no triple overtimes this yeah, time. Yeah, no triple overtime. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's understandable. Not want to, not want to have to have the uh, the triple overtime uh, experience again. One time was enough. Yeah, that was enough. <laughs> what do you think will be the keys for this uh, this defense uh, to uh, to pull off another victory on Friday night on the road or at home? Excuse me. Um, no, I'm stopping the run because they're going to try to run it a lot. So make sure we get in those running lanes. Make sure they don't get no big runs into the secondary. As you, you know, as you, you know, I know you were, like we said, you're a member of the team last year that made it to that state championship game, came up, came up short. Uh, what does continue to do to keep you guys, you know, engaged and, and locked in in terms of, you know, trying to, trying to get back there and trying to, uh, trying to avenge that loss? Um, you know, just the fact of losing, you know, like we didn't want to lose that game because everybody works hard. All, we all wanted to win, so it's just like losing really like motivated us to not want to lose no more. <laughs> well, you haven't lost since. That's, that's I'd say the motivation has worked to to uh, to this point. Uh, I, I guess you know as you as you you look forward to this uh, this game on Friday night. What what do you feel like you have to do in, individually in terms of uh, you know your job in terms of, of trying to make sure that you guys get the victory? Um. 
make sure no runs really get outside of me, keeping everything inside for like big guys in the middle, clog up holes, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been talking to uh, Ja'Kai Eason here on the Grimsley Whirlways uh, Coaches Show as uh, they get ready to take on uh, Huff on uh, Friday night. Uh, Ja'Kai, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, wish you the best of luck on Friday night. Thanks. Yeah, that's good stuff from uh, Ja'Kai Eason. We'll step aside here for another timeout. We'll come back and be joined by head coach Daryl Brown next. <laughs> Johnson here, introducing the perfect solution for Piedmont Triad small businesses looking to amplify their brands. Tobacco Road Podcast Services. Are you new to the world of podcasting and in need of expert guidance? Our local team is here to help. We'll turn your ideas into engaging podcasts that reach your target audience. With our experience and passion for podcasts, we make it easy for businesses like yours to shine in the digital realm. From law firms to high school sports teams, don't miss out on this opportunity. Contact Tobacco Road today at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio at gmail.com and let your voice be heard around the triad. Visit us at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com forward slash podcast services. Pardon me, Dot here, and as the voice of the Greensboro Swarm, PA for the Hornets, and the sixth man of Carolina basketball, I do it all. Just like Beamer Tire and Auto. Alignments, new tires, NC State inspections, oil changes, <laughs> they do it all. And with three locations in High Point, Greensboro, and Kernersville, B-Dot and B-Tar, yes, we do it all. If you need details, visit BeamRetire.com. The best sliders in the triad are from Twin City Minis. Picture this, juicy sliders with premium Angus beef, crispy chicken, or even delicious veggie options. And don't forget the loaded fries that'll leave you craving for more. Visit them today and test the difference. Twin City Minis, where small bites bring big smiles. Follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Twin City Minis to see where the food truck will pop up next. When you think of the best burger sliders in the triad, think Twin City Minis. So where exactly can you hear Tobacco Road Sports Radio? Oh, in North Carolina, Curtisville, Salisbury, you know what I'm saying, Burlington. I, I, I'm not I familiar with Greensboro, Charlotte. For the best in live sports debate, live sporting events, and more, tune in to Tobacco Road Sports Radio. TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Archdale! And Addie Green's in downtown Greensboro on the Grimsley Whirlies Coaches Show. Ryan's joined in here again by uh, head coach Daryl Brown as the Whirlies getting ready to uh, take on Huff on uh, Friday night. Uh, big showdown. I Just in terms of what I've seen and looking at the recruiting stuff going into this this game, I, there I, there can't be another game in the state with more Division One prospects on the field Friday night. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but you're probably right. There's going to be a lot of good players on both sides of the field. 
I think I think I was five or six for for Huff, and there's at least that many for you guys as right. well. And that's that's just Huff's seniors. I don't know what they've got as far as right. you know, underclassmen uh, going into this uh, going into this uh, this game. I haven't dug that much into it yet. Uh, but when you you know we we talked a little bit about the, the game last season. What's a <laughs> what kind of memories come back from a game like that for uh, for you? Yeah, I mean it was. Um, we've had a lot of special special games and um, while at Grimsley and been a part of some special games throughout my career, but that one ranks right up there. Is you know maybe all time. You know, I mean that game was was a heck of a game. You know, for fans um, and just being a part of it um, was really special. Just how hard both teams played. Um, neither team quit. I mean, it was just big-time plays made on both sides of the ball from, from both teams, you know. And that fourth quarter and overtime was something special. And, um, you know, to be able to find a way to come out of that thing with a win and the goal line stand on third down and then, you know, Jackson kicking the field goal to win it. Just to credit to our guys and how tough we were last year and their belief uh, in one another and what we were doing. So, I mean, it was it was a special night. Yeah, that's, uh, it certainly was. No question about that. That was a game that you know, a lot of times you get the big matchups and they don't necessarily always live up to the hype. That one 100% yeah. uh, lived up to the hype and, uh, and then some. Uh, when, you look at, when you look at them, them on film as opposed to, to last year, how are, right. how are they different as opposed to last year? Well, I mean, <clears throat> first they got a new head coach. Um, Coach Jenkins is gone. He retired, and they've added Coach Baker, who I had the privilege of getting to know um, a few years ago when he was at Cox Mill, and we opened up our season with them down there during the COVID year. And uh, he had been Huff's OC and then took the head job at Cox Mill. So we played him then, and then we played him uh, that fall in the playoffs again in the first round. Um, so, you know, just – He's a great guy and does a great job, and um, I think they did a good job getting him back at Huff. And um, so they're they're a little different offensively. Um, they graduated some guys on the offensive side of the ball, losing the quarterback they had last year, who's at UNC. So he was a phenomenal player. The running back was really good, um, but then they they returned some some dudes too you know, at receiver and up front. Um, so they're a little different offensively, just personnel wise, and and some of the things they're doing defensively. Um, very similar, um, you know, their defensive line basically is all new, um, but pretty much everybody else are returners for the most part. Um, the Walker kid at linebacker is a phenomenal player. Um, like I said, number two earlier, the defensive end, the hybrid kind of guy, outside backer deal. Um, he's long, athletic, makes – you turn the film on him, he's always making plays, disrupting the game. And then their secondary, I think, um, is really, really good. Um, their corners are good. Their safeties get downhill and um, play the run. They're very aggressive. And um, so they got some experience on, on that side of the ball. And um, that's the reason they're only giving up eight or nine points, whatever it was you said. And it's kind of how they were last year, too. So, um, you know, it's a great matchup. It's a great test for our guys. Um, you know, we got some pretty good offensive players. And so um, our guys are excited about the challenge. Is there when you look at you know the offense against y'all's offense against their defense? Is is there anything that you you see on tape that you feel like you can exploit? Well, no. I mean, you don't look at them and be like, "Man, they're terrible right there." Are we going out? You know, it's nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's no holes, yeah. you know, in their defense. Yeah. Um, you know, you turn on some films or you're watching film, you're breaking down. You're like, 
oh man, you know, we got a big advantage here or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's nothing like that. And it's not supposed to be, you know, when you're yeah. 16 teams left in the state, eight in the West, you're probably not going to find somebody and be like, man, they're, they're really weak up front or in the secondary yeah. or because they wouldn't be in this position. So, um, you know, it's just going to be our guys making tough contested plays and being physical up front, being patient, understanding that a three-yard run is a good run. Um, you know, and staying out of negative plays, not taking sacks. Uh, they do a good job getting after the quarterback if you hold on to the football. So having everything in rhythm, um, you know, and just giving them some different looks um, on the offensive side of the ball, which our, our offensive staff's got a good game plan. And um, I'm excited to see us um, go out and execute it on Friday. Uh, Faison Brandon, this is probably the, this, the biggest game of his career too at this point as a starting yeah. quarterback at Grimsley. is just a sophomore. You, you mentioned – how good their defense is, mm-hmm. um, it, it, lack of experience or any of that. Or, or how, I guess, how do you go about trying to get him comfortable in a game like this? He's comfortable. He's ready. <laughs> um, the, the moment's not too big for yeah. Faison. And um, he's not a, anybody we're worried about. He, he actually got in a little bit um, last year against them. Um, was part of a two-point play that we ran. And, um, you know, it was right there in the mix with everything we had going on. And I think that experience he got as a freshman was really big for him. But um, we're, we're not – it's not like we met this weekend and we're like, man, how are we going to, you know, modify things to protect Faison? It's more like Faison, go get him. Like, we're going to turn him loose, you know. And he's got guys around him. And, um, like, Coach Tripp does a good job getting him ready every week. So, um, I mean, the, the guy can play. So, we're yeah. not <laughs> – we're not going into it worried about our quarterback. Yeah, that's that's certainly he's certainly lived up to the to everything so far this uh, this season. No question uh, about that. Uh, when you look at this uh, this matchup, uh, what do you think will be the keys for you guys to? Uh, well, maybe not repeat. I don't know. I don't think you want to go to triple overtime again. I don't, right. I don't know. I'm worried a little bit about your heart if you have to do that again. Yeah. But, uh, no, but, well, <laughs> and that you know, somebody was talking about like you know rematch. It's not a rematch. It's two different it's teams. Different teams yeah. You know and. Different coaches, um, you know, different styles. We're different offensively than we were last year. So, it's two good teams this year that are lining up to play. And um, the keys are what they always are. But I think, you know, it's a premium on them in a game like this. That's things I mentioned already. Don't turn the ball over offensively. Stay out of negative plays. Um, When we don't score, flip the field. You know, if we go three and out inside the 20 and then we – punt at 20 yards and they take over on the 40 going in and that's not good for us because then they pick up one first down they're kicking a field goal at at worst you know so winning that field position being really solid in special teams not that we have to go out there and block a kick or return a kick we got to be solid we got to we got to cover down on kickoffs and on punts and not let them hit us with big returns force them again like I mentioned earlier to drive 80 yards on us I feel really good about our defense, you know, if they're having to drive the length of the field, um, you know, and then when we do get them in third downs on defense, getting off on third downs and then um, forcing them, you know, to to punt. Maybe we take over now at midfield and now we've got a short field and that kind of stuff. So all that, all of those things in those, this kind of game are magnified and, um, you know, become very important. But – I have a lot of confidence in our football team and our football staff. And, um, you know, I'm excited about the game. And I know our kids understand what it takes to win this kind of game. And, um, you know, 
they're ready. They were focused, and we had a great practice today, so they'll be ready to go. Hey, we, we mentioned, you know, this is kind of Faison's first first chance in a, in a game like this as far as being the starting quarterback. It's also They also have a, a new quarterback and mm-hmm. a new running back playing in, in this, uh, this game as well. Do you see anything that you can maybe take advantage of in that area uh, with them having a, a quarterback that's – well, not as experienced as what they have. Yeah, I mean, season. I mean, you know, the Tad Hudson. I mean, he was really good, yeah. and uh, we knew he was good. But after playing them last year, he was better than what I thought he was on film. I mean, he was really good that night when we played him. Made some unbelievable throws, and then made some really big plays with his legs that night um, in that game. So, um, anytime you lose a guy like that, you know, it's kind of hard to replace him. Um, immediately with the next guys so but this guy the quarterback they got now does a really good job getting the ball out of his hands understanding what they're trying to run and and you know where they're trying to go with the football they're very heavy rpo and screens and uh, you don't see him getting sacked you know he does a good job moving around the pocket um getting the ball you know like i said out of his hands so it's not necessarily um you know things that we can take advantage we we just need to make sure that we do our job, and I think our staff's done a good job of what we want to do to be able to try to stop them, and then making sure our guys are in the right spots, you know, and, and not getting out of, you know, out of what they're supposed to do. I think if we play discipline on the defensive side of the ball, um, there'll be opportunities for us to make plays and um, maybe create some negative plays for them. So uh, it's just really about, and you heard them guys mention it that you talked to Christian, them communication and everybody being in the right spot and just taking care of their, of their responsibility. And I think if we do that, then we have the opportunity to stop them some. Yeah, certainly uh, will be a, a big matchup and an interesting one. Uh, no question about that. Grimsley will take on uh, Huff Friday night at 7.30. You'll be able to hear it on uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. That'll do it uh, for this week's edition of the Grimsley Worldways Coaches Show. Coach, yeah. as always, uh, appreciate you taking the time and wish you the best of luck again on Friday night. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. And that's good stuff from head coach Daryl Brown. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Grimsley Worldways Coaches Show. Coming to you from Natty Greens in downtown Greensboro.